Bible Study with Jairus, Joseph's Branches Over the Wall, God's Hidden Plan for America, by Shansung. I have been fervently praying for America. There is a fierce spiritual battle going on in this country, and it often appears that the dark forces are winning. I am convinced of a different reality, however. Defeat is not the future of America. Though our natural eyes see a bleak situation, our eyes of faith allow us to see a spiritual reality of hope and restoration. Through countless dreams, God has shown me that a great revival is coming to many countries, including America and China. The intense spiritual battles that are going on around us are the enemy's attempt to stop these future revivals. But God's plans will not be defeated. A few weeks ago, I was invited to lead an online Chinese Christian Bible study. This group had been reading the book of Deuteronomy and learning about Moses' prophecies regarding the twelve tribes. The group didn't understand the meaning of these prophecies, so they invited me to share my perspective. The Holy Spirit led me to compare Moses' prophecies with Jacob's prophecies in Genesis 49. Both passages offer prophetic visions about the twelve tribes. I believe that comparing these two chapters would give them a better understanding. As we were talking about Jacob and Moses' prophecies of Joseph, the Holy Spirit spoke through my mouth. I began to proclaim that America is the Joseph of today and that her branches run over the wall. Each Christian who is fighting for America can also be the Joseph of today. When countless Josephs strengthen their bows to resist the enemy, God will begin to save the world. The difficult environment that America is currently facing will be a catalyst for change. Countless Josephs can arise, making America, the collective Joseph, even stronger. I felt the Holy Spirit on these words to the group. In fact, I felt as if these were God's hidden plans for America. As we examine this prophecy deeper, it becomes obvious that the Spirit was using pictorial language based on the biblical images of trees and branches. First, I was led to Genesis 49.22, which says, Joseph is a fruitful bow, a fruitful bow by a fountain. His branches run over the wall. The Holy Spirit explained this metaphor. Joseph represents America today. She is a fruitful bow. Her branches run over the wall, bearing abundant fruit all over the world. Although the archers, in verse 23, tried their best to attack her, her bows will be unmoved, and her arm will still be agile, verse 24. God will certainly rise to help her, verse 25, and bless her greatly. What a great thing to hear about the condition of America. God's calling for America is also represented by Moses' prophecy over Joseph. His horns are the horns of a wild ox. With them he shall gore the peoples, all of them, to the ends of the earth. Deuteronomy 33.17 This verse prophetically speaks about America's role. They should continue to play the role of the horns of the wild ox. That is, they should spread the gospel to every country in the world and gore the people and nations who resist the gospel. Let's look deeper at the prophetic implication of these verses in Genesis. The Bible says that Joseph is a fruitful bow. 
He's a lovely vine by a fountain. His branches run over the wall. Using the same metaphor, the Lord Jesus told us, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. Joseph was a branch that depended on God as his vine. Joseph was the fruit of the prayers of his mother, Rachel, after an extended period of infertility. He was his father's favorite, a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Joseph embraced the God of his fathers, and his roots were Jacob, Isaac, and Abraham. He was firmly attached to the vine of God. Even after a series of life hardships, Joseph still flourished like a vine because he was deeply rooted in the soil. We don't know how Joseph spent his years in prison, but it is not hard to imagine that Joseph stayed connected to God through prayer. Hardship and the prayer it inspires helps us root our lives and identities in God. One of my hobbies is planting fruit trees. I also enjoy reading articles about effective horticulture. On the internet, I saw pictures of a fruit tree planted close to the neighbor's yard. A heavy bow, laden with fruit, was hanging over the fence into the next yard. In many cases, tall courtyard walls hide the branches that spill over the wall into the next yard. Because of this, the owner of the fruit tree may not be able to see the fruit hanging on the branches in their neighbor's yard. Joseph originally lived in Canaan with Jacob and his eleven brothers. Suddenly, his brothers attacked him, sold him to the Ishmaelites, and brought him to Egypt. Metaphorically, we can say that the archers, his brothers, attacked him. Later, Potiphar's wife, who was another archer used by the enemy, falsely accused him of rape and sent him to prison. Genesis 49.23 describes this series of tragedies. The archers bitterly attacked him, shot at him, and harassed him severely. Why? Because Joseph had God's calling on his life. God wanted to save the world through him. Because of God's calling on his life, evil spirits used humans to vigorously attack Joseph. These archers tried their best to attack Joseph. Psalm 105, verses 18 through 19, says of Joseph, His feet were hurt with fetters, his neck was put in a collar of iron, until what he said came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. But this suffering did not knock Joseph down. On the contrary, God was with him wherever he went. God helped him, strengthened him, and turned his life into a beautiful testimony of salvation. Through Joseph, the world was saved from famine. Because of his godliness, Joseph received the firstborn rights which the eldest son, Reuben, lost because of his immorality. Joseph's two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, received double portions of the land and became two separate tribes of Israel. This fulfills the prophecy of Genesis 49:24. Yet his bow remained unmoved. His arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. These words of prophecy were not solely heartfelt words of blessing from Jacob to his son Joseph, but they were also words inspired by God. Jacob went on, By the God of your Father who will help you, by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings of heaven above, 
Blessings of the deep that crouches beneath. Blessings of the breast and of the womb. The blessings of your father are mighty beyond the blessings of my parents, up to the bounties of the everlasting hills. May they be on the head of Joseph and on the brow of him who is set apart from his brothers. Genesis 49, 25-26 In the life of Joseph, we see an example of God's wishes for America. If we as Christians are rooted in the Lord, we can become like Joseph, a fruitful vine that extends over the wall. Joseph does not just represent individuals, but also countries that are called by God to witness for him. In the Old Testament, Joseph represents Israel. God wanted Israel to be his witness to the nations in order to attract them to him. Today, Joseph represents America. America was founded so that Christians could worship Jesus freely. Modern-day America is like Israel in the Old Testament, a city on a hill, a light to the world, and a witness for Jesus Christ. I have often heard it said that since its founding, America is responsible for sending more financial aid and missionary witnesses than any other country in history. America is a modern-day Joseph. Her branches run over the wall, bearing fruit outside her borders. I came to the United States in 2002. Although there was a gospel revival in China at that time, most of the revival took place in rural areas where the Chinese government's control was less strict. In cities and universities, intellectuals have almost no or little chance to hear the gospel. So God created an environment, allowing many Chinese scholars to study in the U.S. It is estimated that half of the students from mainland China who came to the U.S. received the gospel. Almost every campus in the U.S. maintains campus fellowship groups to preach the gospel to Chinese students. These groups include Chinese Christians and Chinese churches, but also American Christian campus ministries such as Campus Crusade. I was saved in one of these campus fellowship groups in Southern California. Without America, I may not have received Christ. After I was saved, I continued to study Christian literature available in English. I am now currently finishing a Doctor of Ministry degree program. As I have studied, I realize that the richness of American Christianity rooted me more firmly in America and in the Christian traditions of Europe and the ancient Church. Although we are all rooted in Christ directly, we are also rooted in our Christian traditions through our language and culture. Many Christian works have not yet been translated into Chinese, and I would not have been able to access this information were it not for English translations available in America. Through the English Christian classics, I have become rooted in thousands of years of Christian tradition. Just like Joseph was rooted by the fountain, the United States is rooted in thousands of years of rich history of European Christian civilization. Their roots go all the way back to Paul's gospel work in Europe, which can be traced back to the ministry of Jesus Christ on earth. God has called America to be rooted by the fountain, like Joseph, and sent her fruit-bearing branches over the wall to many nations. As a result, however, archers are attacking America severely. Evil spirits are finding numerous ways to shoot at her, seeking to lure her into sin. Through the sins of the flesh and of the worldly nations that are against America, 
evil spirits attack her simultaneously, from both the inside and the outside. Their purpose is to cut down America, the expansive vine that is rooted in God. After I received the revelation about America being like Joseph, I exclaimed, Now they are cutting America off from its roots, which is the same as cutting me off from my roots. They absolutely can't do that, not on my watch. I explained to the Chinese Christians in the meeting why I felt so strongly to resist the opposition with my proclamation, not on my watch. It's not because I'm arrogant. Instead, it's because I've made up my mind to become a modern-day Joseph. No matter how hard the archers try to attack us, we must remain unmoved. Our arms must remain agile, because the hands of the Mighty One of Jacob will help us. He will bless us. He will bless America, just like he blessed Joseph. The all-sufficient God of Jacob will bless Joseph with blessings of heaven from above, blessings of the deep that lie beneath, and the blessings of the breast and of the womb. Each Christian has the opportunity to stand as a modern-day Joseph. Meanwhile, America is the collective modern-day Joseph. Jacob's blessing to Joseph surpassed the blessings of Jacob's ancestors, reaching the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. These blessings will be on Joseph's head and on the crown of the heads of those who are separated from their brothers. Genesis 49, 25-26 These words are for Americans today. Although I thank God for using President Trump, he is not our salvation. Our salvation comes through the rising of the church as every Christian becomes like Joseph. As each of us rises to become like Joseph, rooted in God, our branches will bear fruit, run over the wall, and make an impact on people outside the church walls. Our relatives, friends, and those who have not yet believed in the Lord will be reached by our low-hanging branches of Christian fruit and testimony. Therefore, I said, don't lose hope. I encourage the Chinese-American Christians in that meeting. Because of the current difficulties, some of them were believing the lie that America was about to be defeated and abandoned by God. God will not abandon America, I said. America will not be defeated. America is Joseph. Although the archers are trying to attack her, her bow remains unmoved. As American Christians wake up, they will use their agile arms to fight back. The God of Jacob will help us. This is Jacob's prophecy to Joseph, and it's the Holy Spirit's words for America today. If American Christians ever needed encouragement, it's now. We Chinese believers are fruits of America's branches that ran over the wall. America's branches have borne countless fruits and have run all over the world. I don't know about the rest of the world, but I know that in America and China alone, there are millions of Chinese Christians praying for America. We stand like Aaron and Hur, who held up Moses' hands and prayed while Joshua was fighting his battle against his enemies. There are countless Christians in other countries praying that America, or Joseph, will be able to fight her battles well. This battle will end with victory. God will definitely help America, because God is the shepherd and the stone of Israel and America as well.
Genesis 49:24. Moses' prophecy to Joseph has some similarities to Jacob's prophecy. In it, Joseph received all the blessings in heaven and on earth. Deuteronomy 33, 13-15. Like Jacob, Moses described Joseph as a prince among his brothers. Verse 16. In addition, Joseph was described as a firstborn bull. He has majesty, and his horns are the horns of a wild ox. And with them he shall gore the peoples, all of them, to the ends of the earth. They are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Verse 17. Joseph had authority and power. He was the steward in the house of Pharaoh in Egypt. His brothers bowed before him. Joseph dealt harshly with his brothers, even throwing Simeon in jail. In the end, he led his brothers to repent of their sins. Likewise, a modern-day Joseph will not only bring the gospel of life to the world, but will also be a majestic bull with the horns of a wild ox. America is like Joseph in this respect as well. God has blessed her, and she has become the most powerful country in the world. She upholds justice and spreads the gospel to the ends of the world. America will fiercely gore the nations and people who resist God and the gospel with the horns of a wild ox. This is why nations unite to try to knock America down. Unfortunately for them, God has already ordained Joseph's future, and thus America's too. Written by Shansung, October 19, 2021